welcome to the Turn Yourself On Daily podcast, which means turn on, activate and fire up the power and potential within you every single day. This week, we're looking at how you can start to take the limits off your life and feel better than you ever have before. So we're going to look at what does turn yourself on actually mean? And why does it have such a profound effect on your day? Are you intrigued? Many people ask me, why did you change the name of your podcast from Rise Higher to Turn Yourself On? Rise Higher was always good and it's something that I always wanted to achieve myself and help other people to do. But we often get stuck trying to rise higher. One step forward, three steps back, I'm sure if you're anything like me, you've experienced that in your life. And I kept seeing that in clients that I was working with. They were stuck at the how-to part. Turn yourself on takes us to that part in our life, that action part, the part that is often so under, it's not talked about enough, it's undervalued, we, we just don't hear enough about it. So many people live life feeling anxious, depressed, frustrated, bored. They live in fear. They might ask for help. They might make vision boards. They might set goals. They might pray and meditate. They might even think bigger for a few minutes, but they're not getting those consistent results. They feel stuck. Many of the clients I work with have read many self-help books. It's the biggest industry now in books, isn't it? So many of the people I work with have read them all. It's almost like they've got their own library at home full of them. But things aren't changing for them. And this stuckness creates more of the same. It's an energy like any other energy. So imagine inside of you, you've got that energy, you're stuck you're not sure what to do with it, you're trying to rise higher, you really want to, but you're stuck. And it breeds further frustration and anxiety, therefore creating more stuckness. So it's almost like more barriers going up in front of you all of the time. The law of attraction is great. I'm sure you have heard about it. I'm sure you've read about it. I'm sure you've practiced it. But for me, there's a missing key. And I don't believe this part is talked about enough. And this is where Turn Yourself On comes into its own. Like I alluded to before, it's one thing to sit and meditate. It's one thing to pray. It's one thing to set your goals and have a beautiful coloured vision board that you probably never really look at. But it's one thing, it's another thing to take inspired action every single day and sometimes that has to be more than just once a day because if you're anything like most of the clients I work with you're not young you're not 18 you've been thinking these thoughts for a long time now it could be 10 20 30 plus years this way of you being of you feeling of you creating of you experiencing life has been habitual for such a long time it's now time to change it. We focused on changing the outside results. There's a lot of focus on what our external material world looks like. 
turn yourself on is all about turning you on, turning your higher self on. So we're going to focus that on focus on that today. What turn yourself on means and how you can use it every day to turn on, activate, activate and fire up your highest, most best self every single day. We'll look at what to do if your dreams and goals are not manifesting. We'll look at what to do if you know you have more potential, but it's not happening for you. You don't know what to do. You don't know what skill or gift to use first. We'll look at what to do if your relationships are not great and how turn yourself on can start to change all of that. Because as you know me by now, I always talk about a three-step system that I take clients through. In our one-to-one sessions, we focus on the three most important relationships first. And when we get these right, everything else starts to fall into place much quicker. So why is it important to turn ourselves on? Let's start right at the very beginning with this. Because if we don't turn ourselves on, our lower self will kick in automatically. Our default operating system, the one that lives in fear, the one that holds back, plays it small, doesn't shine, doesn't take up space, doesn't know what to say, doesn't know how to speak up for herself, lives in fear, doubt, worry, procrastination, is stuck, that side of us will kick in the smaller self. That's why it's called turn yourself on with the higher S, the capital S, because that's your higher self that we're turning on. If we don't do this, if we're not proactive every single day, the noise of the world and the fear that's spread amongst all of the news channels gets inside of our cells and makes us hide, hold back, settle and live a mediocre life. Because if we don't turn ourselves on, we won't become the person we are capable of being and have the impact and leave the legacy that we know somewhere within us is possible. Our energy and our thoughts when we wake up in the morning. Think about the, the, this morning, how you woke up this morning. What was your energy like? What was your first thought? And it's okay if it wasn't as positive as ideally you would like it to be. We don't need to be super positive and wake up and go, yee come on. First thing, that if that's not your first thought right now, that's okay. But what we're going to do is change that state. So again, it won't happen instantly. And I'll go through some really crazy reasons why I didn't do this for a long time. So, uh, well, let, let's do it now. Why, why do we avoid turning ourselves on in the morning? Because we don't believe that it will work. We don't believe in its power. We've tried before and we've not experienced significant, long-lasting, continuous change. The biggest one for me is that I felt stupid. So getting up and actually getting on the trampoline and actually telling the world what I wanted from it that day, I will be, I am great, this will be a great day, 
you almost feel stupid. It's like, who are you talking to? Who's listening? It didn't happen yesterday. Why will it happen today? And you start to listen to that smaller self, that rhetoric of the smaller self, almost laughing at you, making a mockery out of it. And for me, it did everything it could to to stop me from doing it. And I'm looking now on my desk at the list of affirmations I've got. Five minutes every morning, it's the first thing I do when I decide to do it. But guess what? My lower self, my smaller self, always tries to talk me out of it. So it will say things like, oh, you don't need to do that now. You could do that after you've meditated. Or you don't need to do that now. Do it later. But later never comes. Later is a trap that we get stuck in. Later means we don't change. And all of these tools, all of these books that we've read about, all of this wisdom on our shelves doesn't have the impact it can. And the amount of times my smaller self has tried to talk me out of doing these affirmations, it is an absolute joke. It was just so, and it still is, it can kick in now, so scared of the opposite. It's scared of the change and the growth within us. Will we not be safe anymore? Will we get heckled if we put ourselves out there? Hey, what if we did go for that dream, even if we're not sure exactly what it looks like and it doesn't work out? So we sort of buy into this delaying, we'll do it later or not at all, But all that's doing is reaffirming those rubbish beliefs we've got and those limiting thoughts. It's just locking those in. We're getting more of the same. We're compressing them. We're compacting them. And that's why we feel stuck. Many people, when I first start working with a client, many people tell me that the first thing they do in the morning is turn on their phones. That is an absolute no-no in my world because the phone is there. There's a reason why the people who make these phones don't let the kids have them. Like that tells me enough. So the phone is there to be my servant when I want to use it for what I want to get from it. So when I want to communicate with clients, I will use it. When I want to communicate with my husband, I will use it. When I want to open my app with some great affirmations in to feed my mind, I will open it. I won't let BBC News ping me. I won't let random pings and all these distractions distract me. It's there for me when I want to use it. So that's one of the first things we do, create this morning routine whereby the phone is not the first thing because that can dictate to them how they think, feel and be throughout the day. It's almost that subtle that we don't realise it has this much of an impact One thing people can say to me is, it almost sounds onerous. So it's much easier to just slip into the routine, turn the phone on, put the kettle on, you know, just crack on with the day. And if you want to keep doing that and you like the results you're getting, then keep doing it. But if you're listening to a podcast like this, I assume you're at a place where enough is enough. So the work that you've been doing might feel onerous because of this part, this stuckness and this lack of action. 
if your life hasn't been working like you really want it to do, then yes, this work takes effort. But trust me, from somebody that's played with it, tried it, rejected it, and found the best ways for me over the past 15 years, it does work. And that is the aim for every client to get a system that works for them. Everybody's different. It's because it's about becoming from the moment we wake up a warrior, not a worrier. Does it mean to say thoughts of doubt and fear won't come in during the day? Absolutely not. But you're setting yourself on the right track, on the right path. And it takes time to do. That's why I no longer offer one month programs because when a client needs help, they've usually been thinking this way, feeling this way for a number of years. And one month cannot unravel that and set new patterns, disrupt all patterns. It's three months minimum that is needed because there's a lot to do. It doesn't mean to say that somebody is more broken or more messed up or needs more fixing. But profound change takes time, discipline, effort and action, which is all about turn yourself on. How crappy has your life been? How much have you been through? How frustrated are you that you know you've got more potential and it's not coming through, you're not using it? How stressful are your relationships and how much disconnection do you have in them when you deeply desire the opposite? We all know what that desire feels like and we want that back. It's just that we almost forget how great a close connected relationship can be. So we almost discount it and pretend. But that is the fundamental of life. Get get ourselves into a great state, reconnect with people, attract somebody that we love and we want to be with. That is how we turn ourselves on. But we cannot attract that great relationship if we first not done the work on ourselves. There's a reason that it takes time because there is resistance to some of this work. And you might have been thinking, feeling these ways for numerous years and it's time to break through and disrupt these patterns. So how do we unleash, unblock and unlock ourselves every single day? We do it by turning ourselves on daily. That is how. So sometimes we need to do it once and we're set up for the day. It's like we're excited, we're fully charged, we're ready to go. That's like me today. But truth, I'll be honest, yesterday I needed to do it about five times during the day because my mojo was just not there. That is absolutely fine. Just because you're a coach, a healer, any of these you know, careers doesn't mean to say you're on it all of the time. It's just that the dips don't last for as long. So you can almost imagine being on a roller coaster. You have a high, it's great. You have a low, it's like the end of the world. This gradually becomes less tumultuous. So it's more smooth. So you, yes, your highs are still great and highs, but you feel great anyway within you so you don't need that hit to take you even higher because you're already high and the lows don't take you down for as long because you've got that mental, physical, emotional, spiritual strength within you, that warrior within you is coming through. So let's look now at how we change our default thoughts, patterns, feelings and behaviours 
that it almost feels like it are impossible to change. It's all about turning yourself on, your higher self, and it is possible. If you've got that voice in your head saying to you now, it's not possible, it's been this way for so long, then here are seven or eight ways you can turn yourself on every single morning. I guarantee if you do this work, your life will change. Okay, so the first one is, I am a massive fan of visualising, but not in a forceful way, not that we want to force something through that might not be right for us. It's more of a vision, so more visioning, visualising ourselves how we want to feel and be. So in today's visualisation, we'll do it and imagine at the minute the version of you that shows up in life is almost bent over a little bit and quite small and it's about releasing the limits stepping out of that almost cocoon that you're trapped in spreading your wings looking up to the sky becoming a bigger version of you and feeling that what does it feel like for you to be more strong more confident more excited about life what does that look like for you? What would you be doing differently? Who would you be with? What smells would you smell? What would you see? How would you feel? It's about tapping into these emotions. And visualizing is great, but the visioning part is more focused on who we need to be. Who do you need to be to have a great relationship? Who do you need to be to express your potential? Who do you need to be to feel more fearless and more excited about life? Who do you need to be to be a positive force of love in the world? And we can get so stuck with how to let go, how to accept life, how, 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 how to change, why we why we like this, researching it until the cows come home, talking about it. And there comes a point where we have to build anew. And again, this is where people get stuck because they go into the how. Well, how how does that look like? How will I get a great relationship? How will I fulfill my purpose? I don't even know what gifts to use. How, how, how? And it's always stuck at the how. But the how is almost a signal of action is needed to be taken. Even if it's not the right action, so for example, when I was first setting up to be a coach, I didn't know it would look exactly like this. I didn't know I would have a book, a podcast, that I would be coaching people on a three-month program. Like I said before, it started off as a one-month program. It started off with me teaching a yoga class. That's what I thought my gift was. You know that whole meme that you see about do in life what you love to do so I thought great I love yoga so I'll go and teach that and make money from it but it that's where I think that message gets confused because just because you love something just because you love yoga doesn't mean to say that's your dharma and you should be teaching yoga for me being a participant in yoga is what I love coaching people to get the best out of themselves and in the relationships is what I am best at but that doesn't always happen on day one 
but we're so focused on what day 300 looks like or what the end goal looks like that we, we go to Z straight away and we miss out A, B and C. And all the universe wants us to do is take one step. And that might be, and the reason we don't take that step is because, well, we think, well, that won't make much difference. I need to be doing something really super big for it to make a difference. But again, that's a trap. That's later. That's pushing things down the line. A step might be to do this work, listen to this podcast. A step might be to actually commit to it for seven days, a month, three months. Imagine doing it for three months. A step might be to sign up to that course, to set up that class. It might, it might not have been right for me, but it might be right for you. It can be a small action. It might be to clean out your cupboards and get rid of all the clutter so you can make room for the new. It could be to change your diet because you know that something isn't working for you. I remember when I cut out gluten and I'd been healthy, for, thought I was healthy for years eating organic food, juices, very much vegan, vegetarian. And then one day I realised that I was eating a lot of gluten and I cut it out and my energy went through the roof. Sex drive through the roof felt like a different person. So it's, but it's having that discipline to cut it out because it's everywhere. But that that's not one massive change. That's not me, you know, I don't know, changing the world. I'm not like some guru leader that's changed the world. I've just cut out gluten from my own life, which means I've got more energy for me, my husband and my child. Like, that doesn't sound that profound. But that's where we forget that we can make that change. We are here to make that change. And we forget who we are, we forget our power and we give it to other people. We give our way our power every day by comparison, by wondering what people are up to, by comparing ourselves to other people and their lives and and we give our give away our power all of the time. So that's visioning. And I went off on a complete tangent there. The second one is a trampoline. I have not found a better way of waking myself up in the morning. All right, people have coffee, people have cacao. That is another good one to stimulate you, a more natural one. Getting on a trampoline and putting on a great song for like three or four minutes really wakes your nervous system up. Your feet bounding on the trampoline shakes your cells, it wakes you up. And you come off and you're like, ooh, that was quite good. So I would definitely recommend that. The third one is affirmations, but here's the key. They have to be consistent and they have to be out loud. It helps to do them first thing. So whether you get up and you come straight down to wherever you do your affirmations, do them, either do them first or get on your trampoline, whichever one works for you best. You need to change that state. You need to speak that truth first thing, but it's got to be done consistently. Not monotone, not like, Today is going to be a great day. It's like, today is going to be a great day because I am here and I am good enough. You've really got to charge yourself up, turn yourself on, change that state and you will feel stupid. I guarantee you that you will feel stupid. But nobody's watching you and even if somebody does overhear you or does see you through the window or whatever, doing your affirmations, I wave my arms, I kick my feet, I want to make myself as big as possible when I'm doing them, 
so that I'm not just this meek and mild person in the corner going, today is going to be a great day because I feel strong and confident. I'm, I'm, at the minute, I'm crouched over with my hands in front of my face, like all small and hearts closed. I literally stand up with my feet apart, arms spread wide, looking up. Today is going to be a great day. Like that energy, you can feel it in your tummy. It's, it's vibrating through your body. But it's got to be done daily. It's got to be done consistently for five minutes a day. And it's got to be out loud. There is something powerful about speaking them out loud. I thought them in my head for years, but it's not the same. If you're tidy in the kitchen, do an affirmation. Just one. Just pick one. You know, it, it could be, um, let me just look at my list. Something amazing is going to happen to me today. As you're brushing up, something amazing is going to happen to me today. As you're putting the laundry in or taking it out, something amazing is going to happen to me today. Let me look at another one. So you could be doing the dishes. I deserve all good things. I deserve all good things. And yes, again, you'll feel stupid and your smaller self will say, don't do that, that's embarrassing, it won't work. Just ignore it. That's the action part of turning yourself on to just do it. Um, I've already alluded to this. This is the fourth one. And it's about taking up more space, being a bigger receiver. If we're meek and mild and we sit there all small and, oh, worried, I'm not sure what to do with my life. I don't know how to change my relationship. He's doing this, she's doing that. You know, if we play it meek and mild, we will have a meek and mild life. We are here for more and you are feeling it because you are listening to this. So it's about standing there with your arms spread wide, taking up more space, letting more good stuff come to you. We can't just sit and meditate and expect it to happen. We have to become more. And again, this doesn't mean to say we need to heal everything we've ever been through in one minute. It just means we need to take a simple action every single day. Sometimes it might be every 20 minutes for a while if you've been through something quite recently. It might be a reminder on your phone for every hour to just say something positive to yourself or put some great music on. Meditation is great for getting quiet, hearing that wisdom within, but it doesn't create a stronger, happier version of you. If anything, you can end up wallowing in your own dysfunction and avoiding life. Meditation is one of the things that we get addicted to, like drugs, alcohol, food, negative thinking, chronic patterns of stress. It's one of those things we can just try and lose ourselves in to actually avoid life. So it's got to be done from a place of serving you and helping you with wisdom, inspiration, creativity, not a way to avoid life. The fifth way to turn yourself on is exercising moving your body, waking up your cells, whatever that looks like for you. It doesn't need to be a full-on HIIT workout. It doesn't mean need to be a marathon. It doesn't need to look like what anybody else is doing. It can be unique to you. It could be some. It could be 20 minutes of, of stretching that isn't very coordinated yoga. It could be just picking up a few dumbbells and just, you know, playing around a little bit. Just something to get your blood pumping around your body, your heart rate up a little bit. You might just go on your trampoline. You might just think, I'll go on that for three minutes, three times. And that might be enough to wake you up. You might think, right, I'll go in the garden and I'll feed the birds and I'll walk around the garden. You could even, hey, if you really want to do this, um, 
in in a way of saving time you could walk around the garden saying your affirmations how cool would that be the sixth way to turn yourself on is to wake up to a nice warm fiery spicy or lemon drink so nice and warm it fires up your digestive system it means you're not focused on eating straight away and it means that all of your energy can move through your body so when you're exercising you're doing your trampolining you're visioning you're doing your affirmations you're moving your body you've got enough energy within you you've not got anything heavy resting on your tummy the seventh way is to ground yourself and this is how you can combine some of these you can ground yourself whilst you're outside walking around moving your body doing your affirmations how cool is that get your feet on the grass get your feet on the ground get your slippers off get your socks off get your shoes off ground yourself really ground yourself in that strength within you and the last point is to dream big so dream big take the limits off have the strength and the courage to imagine what you want your life to be and who you would need to be in order to have that life that you really want so if it's a relationship that you really want take the limits off you might have beliefs that all the good men have gone oh there's no good ones left take the limits off who are you showing up when you're going out into the world are you showing up as somebody who's been wounded and somebody that doesn't know how to love and doesn't know how to let people in or are you showing up in a way that says hey I might have been wounded but I am here I have got a lot of love to give a lot of love that I want to receive and I know that there's somebody perfect out there for me and your mind will try and talk you out of it and keep telling you that, that there's nobody left and all the good ones have gone and it's too late for you. you you're too messed up you've been through too much you've got too much baggage yeah 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 just say thanks thanks for that I choose to believe in there is somebody perfect out there for me doesn't have to look in the typical way it doesn't have to look like a typical relationship does it's however you want it to look like it might be that you want your desire is for more money more purpose more impact take the limits off what does that ideally look like really take those limits off but you have to make the first move you've got to commit to getting up and doing some of these do you have to do them all every single day it does help does it have to be an hour two hours long no it's better to do 15 minutes and do it with energy and enthusiasm and excitement than to do it for two hours and be bored and tired at the end of it so you've got to make that first move sign up to that course do the affirmations commit to this take a step even if you're unsure it's going to work your action speaks volumes to the universe and if you're thinking I've tried all that kind of work and it doesn't work then I challenge you have you really committed to it did you dip in and out did you do it then not do it the universe loves commitment it loves action and it rewards it if you're thinking I haven't got the time to do any of this I don't have a minute in my day again I challenge you make time seriously I have to get up a lot earlier than my son to get all of this in when I do do I do I always want to get up nope do I always feel better for it 
yes. There are days when I don't do it and you can tell later on in the day that you haven't done it. But there comes a point where it's a non-negotiable because you know how great you can feel and you want more of it. And trust me, it's like a drug. You can become addicted to this state instead of the fearful state you might have become almost subconsciously addicted to. This is about creating your own state, your personal, excited, powerful, purposeful state every single day and having the discipline to stick to it even when your voice, the smaller self within you tries to talk you out of it, when people challenge you or annoy you, this is this is your challenge. Are you disciplined enough to create the new, to create your higher self, to turn on, activate and fire up your highest, most best self every single day? So let's do it now. As you know me by now, I am all about the experience because that is where the magic's at. So find somewhere where it's nice and quiet and you won't be disturbed and really let yourself go into this visualization. It's a real focus on creating. You can co-create your future from this very moment now. So let's do it. And I will see you on the other side of the visualization. Okay, so sit in somewhere where you're nice and comfy, where you won't be disturbed. And it helps to close your eyes and go within. Breathe in through your nose, exhale, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy expand. Exhale, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy expand. Exhale, release and let go. And this visualization is all about visioning. So creating that vision of who you need to become in order to have the life that you deeply want to have. So say for example that you want to find a great relationship or you would like to create more money or you would like to build a business or just it could be so general that you just want to feel more excited about life. That's your overriding feeling to be excited. Pick an area of your life that you would like to improve. And whichever one has just come to you is the one. And now imagine yourself in your mind's eye as you are now. And give yourself a score out of 10. On a scale of 0 to 10, with 10 being showing up at your best and zero feeling like you're playing it small a little bit or you're holding back. Where are you? What number would you give yourself? 
and say for example that you want to receive more money, you want more abundance in your life. You might have just seen yourself showing up in life with some fear, some belief in lack and limitation. If you would love to fall in love again and have a new relationship, then you might have just visioned yourself as feeling stuck in your past relationships, in any baggage, in any healing work that you're trying to solve. And imagine now that you're stuck within almost like a chrysalis, it's a little cage, it could be a prison, whatever image you have, you're stuck inside of something. And this is the you that is showing up right now. And this is the you that is creating the results that you are experiencing right now. And it's now time to blow the roof off, to blow the doors off. If you're in prison, you just bust through. If you're in a cocoon, you break free of the shell and you step out into this new version of you physically feel yourself move if you need to move into this new vision of you see yourself in your mind's eye moving out of whatever you're stuck in the cage the prison the shell and break free from it see it drop away feel that feeling of relief that you're out of prison you're out of the stuckness and now see yourself as the person you need to become to have what you deeply desire. Imagine what it feels like to be fearless just for a moment. What would you do differently if you were fearless? Imagine for a moment feeling excited about life. Whatever area you picked, instead of feeling fearful or low or small with regards to this area you picked, imagine feeling excited about it, excited about more money, excited about more purpose, excited about a great new relationship, even if it's not there yet. Who do you need to become? What feelings do you need to feel? See yourself smiling. See yourself sat on the most luxurious couch you can imagine. And it's a beautiful emerald green colour. and see a bright white golden light, almost like a stage spotlight shining on you, covering your mind, your heart, your body, your spirit and your soul, and it lights you up. And imagine resting there, and you feel so content. You feel so peaceful and so relaxed knowing that you are doing the right actions, 
you are taking the right steps, that you are visioning yourself as who you need to be, who you need to become. See yourself walking differently. See yourself talking differently. See how you show up when you meet people. What energy do you approach them with? How are you dressing? What are you wearing? What do you look like? What do you feel like? Imagine seeing yourself move through your days differently with more energy, vibrancy, excitement. Imagine what it would feel like to feel more alive. And then imagine you're sat back down on that couch, that beautiful emerald couch, and you feel super content that whatever area you picked is coming to life. Stand up again and see yourself being this person that you need to become. Spread your arms out wide, smile. Jump up and down if you need to, change your energy. See yourself becoming fearless, stepping out of the cage as a warrior. You feel strong and confident. You feel so good. And this state is possible for you to get into every single day. Even if you struggle to really feel the feelings right now, then don't worry because even if you can feel them just 1%, it is making a huge difference. So for one last time, imagine the person you need to become to experience the life you want to experience. Imagine feeling excited, alive, grateful, passionate, happy and in love. Feel these feelings move out from you, push them out to the sides of the room, fill your energy, feel your energy fill up the room, above you, below you, to your right, to your left, in front of you and behind you. Take up space, let your energy take up space. This new, this positive energy is taking up space and when you're ready bring your attention back into your body back onto your breath breathing in through your nose exhale release and let go breathe in through your nose exhale release and let go and breathe in through your nose Exhale, release and let go. And when you're ready, if you want to, that is, you can open your eyes and come back into the room. And that is how powerful visioning can be. So it's not about things. We're not visualizing the things, the person, the money, the job, the career. We're visualizing who we need to become. That is the difference. That is turning yourself on. So as always, I would love to hear from you. Reach out to me. I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram at Laura Jane Hand. 
or you can reach me at laurajanehan.com and I will see you again next week. Bye.